Alright, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another wonderful episode of the We Are United podcast. And I'm very excited, elated, honored, just because I'm coming your way and not Manchester United. Ed Woodward is really frustrating all the United fans. By United, we, we stand, divided, we fall. How can a team stand if we are divided? We should rather be united and then see the way forward. Welcome to the We Are United podcast, where we discuss everything Manchester United and the way forward for our beloved club. Today, there's no longer introductions because I'm going and firing Ed Woodward. I'm firing our board, the Glazers, because Manchester United is towing a certain route that is frustrating, that I can't stand and I can't bear anymore. But I've learned to take my heart a bit away from Manchester United. The international break was really a breather for me. And I was so excited. I've never been excited away from football, a football weekend like this before, just because I was thinking about Manchester United. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome again. And let's get moving. All right. So with me in the studio, I've got, I am Nana. I'm Nana. I told you I was going to be a regular from the first episode and he has been here since. And I like really interviewing him and talking everything in Manchester United with him because he's a very great guy. Nana, welcome. Thank you very much. All right, so Nana, we are going straight to the point. Olegana Soche just said that we were close to signing, uh, uh, to a couple of signings, and he wanted the right people and whatever. And rumors coming out of Manchester United is we are going to make certain signings in January. We are going to strengthen. And the priority is a striker and everything. Do you think this is coming as a result of Ed Woodward and the board? trying to calm fans in the sense that, oh, we were close to signing, but when the Manchester United material, we have a United way. Or Ole is being genuine about strengthening the squad because we all know he's weak, but then he has already retreated his excitement about having this crop of average players. What do you think? Personally, personally, honestly, I, at this point, I, I don't want to, to, to be swayed by lip service anymore. Ah. Yeah, we are at the point in our team where we just want to see results. I am a fan of Ole, to be honest. But it looks as if he's he's paid us too much lip service. He keeps talking, 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 nothing's happening. So as per what he said, personally, I've heard. But as to how I feel, I just want to see results. So I would wait. January is around the corner. We see what they would do on the market if they're going to bring in quality or they're going to bring in people who would deliver. And if not... Well, it looks as if we would have to we'd have to take a different route. If he has to go, he has to go. But I think by January we'll be dead. <laughs> but we, we don't have a choice. We are two points of relegation zone. No, you know the relegation discussion is a little too premature. It's too premature to be talking, hey, we are right above relegation. We are not, the league doesn't end to this weekend. It doesn't end next week. But weekend. if it did, we'll be 12. But it won't. But if it did. But it won't. So, so see, <laughs> this is Manchester United. We cannot be six games or five games or whatever games. I have forgotten. I've lost track. I agree. Into the season. I agree. It's and bad. And we are in the bottom half of the table. It's bad. It doesn't happen to it's, Manchester It's United. terrible. I think I've never seen this this side of Manchester before, ever. I've almost lost passion for football. Like, I don't... I'm not too enthused about reading about football materials again. Because I agree. it's just frustrating anytime I see Manchester United. And we are always making the news. Yeah. So it's always frustrating. And right now, we've got injury crisis. Just when we thought there was going to be something to... Some hope. Keep Ole and keep us alive. And we have Liverpool. 
Yes. <laughs> we've got our fiercest rivals. Yeah. And then we've got <laughs> it's the, even funny. The I most informed, talk. the most informed team. We've got we've got the hair injured. Yeah. We've got Paul Pogba injured. And it has been confirmed that they were going the Wayne's going to play. Lingard has been confirmed not playing, and I don't care because whether <laughs> he plays or not, he looks like an injured. Omane, player Omane does. Omane, Omane cares. Okay, so that's that's Omane's <laughs> problem. He's part of us being 12. Yeah. And <laughs> you look at Shaw is a doubt. Probably he might play. Marcel has returned to training, he might play. One Bisaka returning from illness, he might play. I mean, we've ah God, this this is so frustrating. And we've got Liverpool on Sunday at Old Trafford, and Liverpool even when we had Luis Van Gaal, David Moyes, uh, Jose Mourinho, we 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 made them struggle. Yeah, no matter what, Liverpool doesn't beat us at Old Trafford. At Old Trafford, yes. But this is the first time I'm trembling. It's I'm shaking. No, we're still united, and that that stands. So I don't know how, but we're still going to give them a run for their money. And that's okay. a fact. Mm-hmm. So, so give me certain tactical strategies and lineups and things that we can do. Right now, we always say and the players feel the, to deliver. Look. So what do you think we can do that will give me hope of not trembling on Sunday? You would have to tremble because on paper, there is nothing, there is nothing we have above them. Player for player, um, philosophy-wise, you know, um, the bench, manager... There is nothing we have over them. The only thing we can do is go all out, which I say is what we should do. We should go all out. We shouldn't try to defend like we used to and then try to counter-attack. You can't counter-attack Liverpool. We are, they, are, they are not the kind of team you want to sit back and counter-attack. Otherwise, before you'd realize it, you are two, three goals down and there's, there's no coming back. So we probably have to go all out with whatever guns we have that day and then go for a win. There's one of these... Um, social media post I saw about Fergie, you know, say Alex Ferguson himself. He mentioned that he never played for a draw. So this is the kind of game you do not want to go and play anything else for. You play straight for a win. Okay, so now it's, it's like you're swaying from the first part of mm-hmm. our conversation where it's solely focused on the Manchester United board mm-hmm. and Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. So do you think, right now, I've been seeing so many things. Jose back, Allegri, mm-hmm. there's Leonardo Jardim, there are so many, but do you think a change of managers yeah, would do for no, us? No, exactly. I'm with you on this. The problem is not the manager. But the problem of the manager is that we are not seeing a playing style. If we had a style that people could identify that this is what Manchester United is trying to, to do, do, the yeah. fans will be, okay, well, we lost. But I can see the direction we are going to. Under okay. Jose, we were crying for the Manchester United way. When Ole came, we saw the Manchester United way. A glimpse. Yes, we saw a <laughs> glimpse of it. And even though some games were very difficult, we were squeezing results and everything, we still had hope that, oh, if he did it with this crop of players, when we give him the players to buy and we are attacking, we can get better. Even when we lose, we know that we are playing the Manchester United way. But this season, there's no Manchester United way. There's no Jose way. There's no Ole way. There's no way. So <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> no way, Jose. There's no way. There's I, no way. And I don't know how Jose would feel now. Would he feel vindicated? Would he feel happy? Jose, Jose said he he's not happy that Manchester United is falling this deep. But he spoke the truth. Yeah. If you become the puppet for the board, then they are going to use you. Ole, Ole just said, oh, 
the discussions I have with the board and with Ed Woodward is always about my three-year contract. That means we are we are willing to to go all out for the building of Manchester United. But we've seen four managers go under Ed Woodward with the same backing. There was never a time where Woodward said enough is enough. All we just saw is, oh, we are behind him, we are behind him. And next, they are really behind him because they pushed them out. <laughs> so what's, what do you think we can... Like, what do you think is wrong with the board? Do we need to change Woodward? Do we need to take the Glazers out? I saw something about one of the Glazers selling his share and reducing the Glazers' share to like 77%. Do you think... What, what, what is wrong with the board? What <laughs> you know do how, we do? You know how you sound confused and that's exactly how every United fan feels now. You you know what the problem is, but you don't know what you can do about it because it looks like there's very little you can do about it. The, yes. the problem is from the top. The power is with those at the top. So with demonstration, with the team, the, the supporters have demonstrated for years on end. Nothing is changing. The, the, the board knows what needs to be done. Things like appointing a, a, a director of football. We expected that to have happened by now, but exactly. nothing's happening. They're still talking, talking, uh, we're looking at it, we're looking at it. At the same time, they want to try and instill confidence in the current system of player selection and, and managing of the team, which personally I feel is not working. It may be worked then, but it's not working anymore. And with the kind of football we play now, you have to separate the business of football from the football. Manchester United has not succeeded in doing that yet. I think if we do that, it's going to be the beginning. Let's say the Glazers and the board remain. And we had a director of football. The way our football should go would probably be thought of differently. And there are talks of Van der Sar having interest in the job. You know, so that's if they want to pick somebody. What do you think? You feel, is he, is he a good pick? Or you have yeah, I really trust Edwin. Edwin knows about the club. Yeah. So he knows how to get people to feel the Manchester United that they are playing for. In my last statement for the board before I descend on the players, I like to yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I like to say, Ed Woodward is a great accountant. Yes, he knows how to make money for Manchester United. Yes, but he is not a football guy. Never been a football guy. Therefore, if we should have a football person. Let Woodward make the money for the Glazers. Yes. Let that director of football make the footballing decisions where he selects the type of manager we get. Where he's able to talk players out of their... Their, their mindsets. Exactly. Yes. How to push them. Instilling, because he's played before. He's telling that philosophy yeah. in them. Making the coach know what is expected of him. Yeah. Making players know that, look, you are gold, you are diamond, you are not going anywhere. You are playing the Manchester United way and this is what you are going to get you. These are the signings I feel that will make Manchester United great. You see, we have so many scouts. I saw a massive figure about the scouting reports and everything and I was scared. Uh, I, don't, I don't want to quote because I've forgotten, but it's around 36,000 reports because we have agents all over, scouts all over the the world mm. and they were watching matches it was like an average of 38 matches a day or something like that all over the world so imagine the reports they are bringing on players and then who do you manage to buy one bisaka daniel james and who harry maguire you just make three signings when you are weak in every aspect now onto the players players i'm coming for you would you like to say <laughs> something about woodward and 
would what no 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 would he would he has these habits i think whatever the fans have been saying all around he probably feels the pressure no matter what he's feeling that heat wherever he is do you think he's so. doing good pr by telling ole to say i feel ole is being the mouthpiece of woodward and calming in the board yeah situations i used to, to doubt like, it but i i'm on that i'm on that bandwagon yeah. now it's trying true. to be like jesus christ and the disciples on the boat exactly he was asleep and just said peace be still <laughs> but i i honestly feel ole ole is not his own man and that's where the problem is you know yes, looking at how ole speaks i feel like he's not being himself exactly we all know him to be a baby assassin but they said when he he's angry and he's going he goes but he's always speaking like positive even when there's so many negatives okay so let's descend on the players now the type of players we have <laughs> The type of players we have, they are so average yeah. compared to everybody. Look, you have Andreas Pereira starting for you, where we don't know what he's good at. Whether he's good at crossing the ball, whether he's good at passing the ball, whether he's good at pressing. And what is good pressing if you take the ball and don't know what to do with the ball? I don't, I don't know what to do with Manchester United. Trust me. I don't even know what to say about the players again because I'm moving straight to Pep Guardiola and what he does. But I just want... Nana, what the players... Oh my... What are you saying? <laughs> There's a clear distinction between players who give their all and players who just aren't up to par. And like you said, there are quite a number of people who just aren't up to it in our team now. It's a fact. There's just a lot of average players in the United team. I don't know how they, 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 they were able to build up such a number over such a period of time. All, of a, sudden, the all of a sudden, our team is filled with, with people that aren't too capable. Okay, so does it... Okay, I've got an argument here. Is it that the players are average? Or it is that the players have lost confidence? It's a combination of the two. Over time, we looked at certain players and felt they would come through. Some of who... I've been sent on loan. I have not mentioned any names. <laughs> Some of which are still sitting in the ranks of the team and not pulling their weight. I think Lingard, I need to be specific. Someone like Lingard should be way ahead of where he is now. Some people call him a Lingard because he just protects the, the field. How can he be a number win. 10? When was the last time he scored a goal? Oh, I don't remember. I think That's was... how far back it is. Somewhere in February. Uh, that Arsenal. was against Arsenal yeah. at Emirates and he was doing the Michael Jackson. Yeah. Michael Jackson is dead. <laughs> Stop behaving this way. So I think we have very average players in our ranks and left to me, they need to go. They need to be shown the door and immediately there is no keeping them, paying them and then seeing them deliver below par, below par, below par performances and then you do not get your points. So why, why do you keep them? Why do you pay them? Guys, Rashford and Lingard's wages just came into my head and I'm raging. I think I need to cool down. So we need to go for a commercial break. <laughs> but before that, if you want to support or donate or sponsor this, just, just send your donations, your messages, whatever, to this number. Plus 233-543-626265. Let me take it again. Plus 233, if you're not in Ghana, 5436- Two six two six five for WhatsApp. You can just text, and I'm Nana is ready to answer you. We'll go for Nana. Do you have something to say? Um. Okay. Since we're talking about donations and sponsorship, let's take the opportunity to say a big thank you to a couple of people who have already started donating wow. and supporting the wow. the podcast. Um, Salasi, Cell, we call him Cell, and then there's Richard in Japan, Richie. They're yes. both. 
they're both members of our um we are united whatsapp group so we'd like to say a big thank you you know and keep supporting keep donating towards the 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 success of the podcast and we feel when we grow we would always remember where we came from you know i think so these guys thanks. should be earning rashford's money we will make more <laughs> and we'll produce more than rashford somebody tell rashford to support the podcast doing. that's all and lingard lingard should give us about 70 percent because our talking does more than he does on the pitch on that lingard note we'll be right back all right, so hi guys. Um, we're enjoying the show, and I'm sure you're enjoying the, the conversation about our beloved club, Manchester United, as well. And um, we were we were just talking, and Danny tells me of this new segment he intends introducing. He calls it Ole in a minute. You know how we we feel if given the opportunity to be manager, we we're, we're all going to be able to do a good job. So yes, Danny felt the need to be able to give that opportunity to all of us, wherever we may be, to be Ole for a minute. So. Um, you know, there's a link. We want to be able to provide a link to the WhatsApp group in the description. You can join our WhatsApp group. We are united. And then drop a voice note of being Ole in a minute. You can speak to the boys like you were in the, the dressing room with them and you were about to, to spur them on to a game. You know, how do you want to do it? Speak to them like you would speak to them in the locker room through our WhatsApp group in a voice note. You can even talk about your 11, how you want to pick them out and why you want to pick them out. And then we'll probably put it up there in the show. So yes, do that and then let's let's see how it goes. Uh, Danny would want to give it a try so we have a, a hang of how it should go and then everybody else can take it from there. So, Danny. So guys, it's just Tottenham. David De Gea, you do what you do best. Harry Maguire, Lindelof, I've loved your partnership over the past few games and I think you do better. Aaron Saka, keep tackling, just go for it a bit for Paul Pogba to find you with his diagonals. Look sure, make sure you stay back a bit. Mark Tominay, the energy you have in the middle is okay. Try to just sit in front of the defense a bit. But Pogba, do what you do. Marcel Rashford and the cold right York, just be composed in the box. One matter, bring that to me. Okay, that was great. I think everybody else has something to say close to that or probably even better than Danny just did. So like I said, there's a link to our water group, We Are United, down in the description. Click on it, join us, and then send our send us your Ole in a minute. And aside that, there's a big conversation being being indulged in on WhatsApp at We Are United. So we'd love to have you there, speak to us, and then you know let's let's keep it going. Let's keep the the spirit of United going in our WhatsApp group. And like I said, this is Ole in a minute. So guys, I know this place. This place is wonderful. This place has space, and this place has space for creatives. See, trust me, this is where I'm recording my podcast, our podcast, the We Are United podcast. This studio is the Unlimited Africa studio located at Exhibition Runabout. Just get there, ask anybody where the Unlimited Africa studio is and they'll direct you there in Dansoma. Yeah, and right now the Wi-Fi is up. There's a 40-inch Samsung TV where you can watch your videos, your photographs. Everything that you do, you can just display it on the screen to see how good it is. There's big space for the dancers like Dance God Lloyd and the upcoming Dance God Lloyds like myself. And then, trust me, there's so, there's so much you can do in this space. And this is the Unlimited Africa Studios. As the name suggests, Unlimited. Your creativity, we can't limit. It is unlimited. So just come. Just come and patronize it. We are bringing you more things. You have so many lights. Anything to do whatever you feel. If you are creative, just come here and you'll be happy. 
and then we are talking about the build x studios build x studios is where our producer champion producer enoch is from and that place is also the digital marketing space for the creatives so you come here into the open space of the unlimited africa studios you do whatever you do and then to market it you just go to our producer enoch and then you do that magic for you on that digital platform so guys don't forget it's the unlimited africa studios where we are recording this podcast from and our producer our digital marketing space our champion man enoch from the build X Studios. Thank you very much. Welcome back, guys. I think I've calmed down from drinking some cocoa pine <laughs> from farm milk. Ladies and gentlemen, so let's get back to we are United and we've got Liverpool on Sunday. Tempests are high. We don't know what to expect. It's an all red affair. They are bloody enemies, and we don't care about the scousers. This is Manchester United and Liverpool. I always tell people that (laughs) this game is not based on form, but it's based on feelings. But I'm trying to kill the feelings because our form is like feelings, and it's so down. But, Nana, what do you think about our game on Sunday? Is it going to be a walkover for Liverpool, or will Manchester United prove something? Uh, it's expected. It's expected that Liverpool wouldn't just walk over. They would trample us. They would step on us, kick us. You know, even when we're dead, they, they, would, should, they would keep they kicking us. That's what's expected. Yes. But unfortunately, I'm not that kind of fan who would come in and feel that way. So unfortunately, you know, to all my Liverpool friends or listeners or haters I'm or sorry, you know, I'm sorry, but it's still the same thing at Old Trafford. They're coming to find a very hard fought game. You know, that's what they're coming to meet. The boys are going to be ready. I don't know how, but I expect them to be ready. I expect the fans to be that 12th man and we'll give them a run for their money. What can Ole do? I think the threat of Liverpool, we all know, is from Mane, Salah and Roberto Firmino. What do you think we can do to stop those guys? We need to keep bombarding them. Do you have the artillery? We, we, We don't have a choice. Greenwood is going to have to step up to the plate. Greenwood is actually a doubt, but... He said... <laughs> <laughs> I still stand. We are going to win. I don't know how, but we're still going to win. I think with Greenwood, I honestly feel he would be able to play. I know Daniel James is is is, is out. Yeah. Daniel James will play. He would? He's returned from injury? Mm-hmm. Okay. It means he wasn't too badly injured. The last time we no, played, no, it no, looked no, like no. he limped off. Yeah. Okay. Um, Pogba is out. Our midfield is in is in shambles. You know, I do not like Fred. <laughs> we have we have managed to ignore Fred. I, I want to talk about Fred. I do not like Fred. Do you think Matic should start? Matic can start this game. I think he's, he's, he's had enough, enough rest. Enough, yes, yeah. he's had enough rest. And he has enough experience to be able to, to handle okay. such a game. So I'd expect to see Matic in there. Um, you know, the likes of Mata can add what they have where and when, you know. So chopping it up and mixing the players we have is key. We don't have too much of a choice. So we need to use what we have, throw it all at them for 90 minutes. If we come up with a draw, it's fine. But I expect them to go play all out and try and get the win. Okay. So guys, can you spare me about two minutes? I need some analysis. I need to do some analysis. And this is because people hate Pogba for no reason. CJ, you are one. Listen, <laughs> we need to understand that Paul Pogba is not Superman. He is no Superman. 
And trust me, look, no, no, I'm going to, I'm going to have this. The reason why Ferguson thrived was because we had threats all over. Were you going to stop a Cristiano Ronaldo and let Rooney free? Were you going to t- put two people on Rooney and let Ronaldo free? Were you going to let two people be on Ronaldo and Rooney and let Tevez free? Tevez will always be there. Were you going to take six men to take out our front three and allow Paul Scholes, Ryan Giggs, Luis Nani, Michael Carrick to have a field day? Even when it got to set pieces, Vidic, Ferdinand were threats. You're contributing. Yeah. It got to times where Rafael was an attacking threat. Evra was a threat. Even our goalkeeper in the post was a threat. So how were you going to stop Manchester United? The back was solid. Exactly. Yeah, Ferdinand and Vidic. Now let's look at Manchester City. Let me tell you something. Pep hasn't changed Sterling's style of play. He has changed Sterling's mentality on how to read the game. We watch Pep's videos and Pep will tell them that run behind defenders, create space, so Kevin De Bruyne will find you. Who are you going to put? How many players are you going to put on De Bruyne to leave Sterling, Sane, Bernardo Silva, Aguero, um, Rodri? Who are you going to put on De Bruyne to stop him and let those players free? They've got threats all over. So it's basically an 11 11 game, a one-on-one game. And when it comes to one-on-one, they are downing you. This is the Manchester United where everybody, even a baby, knows that your threat is Paul Pogba. Without Paul Pogba, you are creating nothing. So you play a game and they put two people, three people, four people on Paul Pogba. If you were a player, CJ, everybody who is against Paul Pogba, if you were a player, and we are always having more than two people tackling you in a game. How are you going to deliver? How are you going to be at your at your best? best? I would also, also want to poke in that aside that he he usually tries to do more than expected. Exactly. He tries to defend where he can. He tries to be a goal threat where he can. He, he tries, tries to, to hold the ball to allow the attackers to, to run before he releases. And provide an assist where he can. I honestly feel Pogba has been more than he can even offer the team. Exactly. So I honestly don't think he, at this point in time he feels he wants to do anymore. And that's why we see what he's doing. No, no because he's not, Nana, giving his, he's not giving his When you get anymore. the ball, you have to turn around three players. You know the energy you're exerting. You have to play 40-yard passes to reach players. You know the energy you're exerting. Because you are tall, you have to come back to defend. You know the energy you're exerting. After how many minutes can you run up down the pitch? Let's look at Pogba for France. He's the same human being. But he's got Kante who is doing that work. He's got Mbappe, Griezmann, those people who are threats in the French team. So you can't put two people on Pogba. And Pogba, one player, is a field day for him. He's having a meal of it. So why do we keep attacking our best player where everybody knows that to down Manchester United, to stop Manchester United, to stifle Manchester United, you put extra men on Pogba and they are done. Why do we create that hate? Why do we follow the media to say Pogba is dancing? So, it's the frustration. He's human. It's the frustration. It's the frustration of losing too many games. The frustration of not having a direction. The frustrating of frustration of not seeing a style of play. The frustration of not having enough players. You know. So, so it's why just do unfortunate. you put that on only Paul Pogba? Because when you look at Paul Pogba, he creates the most chances in a game. Yes. For Manchester United, whenever he's playing. He's still our best player. I mean, that's How many people convert those chances that he creates? 
Why don't we go at them? And you have people defending Rashford saying he's young. Mourinho said you've played in the league for five good years. In the league, you are mature. We don't care your age, whether you're 21 or what. You have five years experience at 21. That tells a lot. You are mature. So that's no excuse. So why do we always want to corner a player like Pogba? What are we doing to his confidence, our best player? Right now, he's not in the game against Liverpool. What are we going to do? That's my question. What are we going to do? Where is it coming from? Where is that strength, that tenacity, that vision? Where is it coming from? Even the bigger question is, what happens to Paul Pogba? Are we going to lose him? I think that discussion we should have another day. <laughs> but we are facing our, our, our enemies. Yeah. And all we do is to turn on our best players. Yes, there are games where Pogba doesn't feel like running. Everybody has their off days. But why do we always target him when we lose? Look at... Now that brings me to this. When David De Gea got injured... People started bashing Manchester United. Even our own Manchester United fans were losing confidence. But Sergio Romero is the best number two in the world. Trust yes, me. That's true. I keep saying, I don't know if you'd remember in the group, I mentioned that United has had the best goalkeeping department across Europe for the past, you know, how many years? Our number one, our number two are near excellent. Trust me. Yes, you don't have a, a, a number two like Romero in every team. No. No, you don't get that all the time. So, I honestly, when it came to the fact that we heard the gear was being sidelined, I wasn't too... And even that will help the hair a lot because his confidence is dropping. Yes. He's making certain mistakes. And Romero might actually be the one to step us up in defense, in whatever. Romero deserves... He deserves the game time. He deserves a chance. Yeah. So, there's no problem there. Um, You want to help with the lineup? Because where it stands, honestly, I can't think of anybody okay, who... So... If these players are fit, I'd like to see Sergio Romero start. I'd like to see Aaron Juan Bisaka Stifle, Mane, Sadio Mane on the right. I'd like to see Luke Shaw or Ashley Young. Ashley Young actually does a great job against Mohamed Salah. So I'd rather see Young there than Shaw. And then I'll see Harry Maguire. Lindelof, Twanzebe. I don't know, but I'll play Lindelof. I'll play Lindelof. Uh, I might move Twanzebe to midfield yeah. to just create that shield. Yeah, if he's up to it, it won't, be, it won't be bad. Yes, and then, so, but but Liverpool are very quick-paced. So if I say Nemanja Matic, he's slow now, but he's the only solidity we've got in front of the defence, and he's got certain passing range. So let me go with the uh, Nemanja Matic. We have no choice. We'll play Fred. <laughs> and Scott McTominay. Then we've got to play Daniel James, Anthony Martial, and Marcus Rashford. It's it hurts, but they might be our best front three. Greenwood, this game might be too much of a game for him, confidence-wise. It might kill him or it might shoot him up. So I like to go with safe and play Marcus Rashford for some minutes and then bring Greenwood up to freshen things. But I like to see Tony Martial and Daniel James. Yeah. What do you think? I think what you have said is 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 quite the way to go. I felt you know Greenwood would be able to shine in such a such a circumstance. It's funny how when you have the toughest games and you bring in the the young ones, 
they mostly are able to 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 show up because they're just starting life exactly <laughs> so they are listening to their adults. exactly but i feel even if he were to come off the bench like you say yeah. he still is going to be able to inject a lot of pace and a lot of a lot of a lot of action into the game at that point so as to whether he starts or he's brought on from the bench i still feel greenwood would have a say a big say in this game Okay, so one thing that I want us to also focus on is only substitutions and the time. The timing. <laughs> Why? Why do you think he does that? Why? Why does Ole wait for so long? If I will bring in Greenwood, I will bring in Greenwood after 60 minutes or 50 minutes. Because first, first half, you should be able to see what Liverpool are doing. Trying you should be able do. to see their weakness. You mm-hmm. should be able to read the game to know who will fit in where and do the changes as quick as possible so the results change as quick as possible. Mm. So, wh- why do you think Ole keeps long? Is it to play safe or what? Why would you say play safe? Maybe he's trying to keep it at 0-0, zero, zero, not trying to win because whoever he brings in might tweak the formation and might allow the opponents to find a soft spot. Or Maybe I, he's just trying to play safe. If I may ask, how is that? I don't know whether I should be asking you, but I'll ask. How has that helped him? And how has, that's yeah. the question. Only yeah, exactly. I'm posing that question to you. So it, hasn't, it hasn't helped him, and I feel if that's deliberate, he probably should, he needs to change from that. If already, he really knows the United way. The United way is taking risks. Yes, and already, Alex Ferguson will bring uh, Kiko Makeda mm-hmm. in big games just mm-hmm. to change and he'll score. And you get those goals. Sorry for cutting. Yes, but I feel somewhat. These are some of the reasons why the guys out there, the fans, feel Ole is not up to the job. You know, so aside the problems we have, it feels it. It seems as if he's not tactically astute enough to manage the team we all love. I, I, I honestly don't want to go with it yet, but things like this means he's not giving himself. He's not making himself any favors. You know, he probably needs to to back up. You know, make a few. And I have a question. He was brought in with our former manager. Mike Phelan. And what's my... I don't know whether he's disappeared or he has been relieved of his duties. My what happened to him? My refused to see him on the touchline. He's so gone in tactics that he even disappears in person. It's, on the touchline. It's bad. <laughs> I don't know. I never I never foresaw a time like this where everything you think about the team just doesn't go there's too no well. Hope. There's there's there, there is hope. The only hope but, is the fans. Exactly. There's hope, but there's no action. But we, we're, going, we're always going to have to maintain the hope we have. And then hope that, you know, that Manchester United we know and we love would come back to us. You know, so going into the Liverpool game, there's a lot of hope and belief, which we have always done, that we would we would sail through. Okay, so still a big shout to Selassie and Richard for their donations. We really appreciate it, guys. Yeah. And our listeners, our listeners. Our listeners. Yeah, our listeners. You guys have been wonderful. You guys give us ears and everything. And we are really happy. I'd like to thank my own big brother, Emmanuel Dake. And I mean, he's, he's been great. listening out there, right? He's somewhere yeah, in Europe, yeah. you know, there's, there's lots he's of people. He's in Sweden and he's, he's and really glued that. to us. Yes, we love the, 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 the listening from Europe, the US, um, Rozo, you know, Rozo listens to us. And to be honest, he's not even a United fan. Wow. Yeah, he's a, he's a gunner, but he, <laughs> he admits he listens to the... Right, right, you see. <laughs> so, um, robot boy in the back is surprised, but I feel it's awesome when somebody who appreciates your good work would listen, despite the fact he's not even a fan. I feel it means we're probably doing a good job. So, thank you, Rozo. You know, big ups and keep listening. Share, share the link with all your United friends and and family, and keep supporting the show.
All right, so guys, there's a cloud of hope over here. And to you, just know, yes, you, I'm talking to you. You with the Manchester United badge on your heart. You, the one who screams Ole. You, the one who screams glory, glory, Manchester United. You, who knows that we are hated, adored, and never ignored. You, who is doing the listening. Just know one thing. That the hope that is over here is coming for you. Put Manchester United in your prayers. And long live Manchester United. I hope we down the scousers on Sunday. And we come back all smiles. I'd like to give big thanks to Buildex Studios. Unlimited Africa Studios. They've been behind us from day one. They are not like Edward Ward pushing us out. But they are rather defending and supporting us. So wherever you are. Big ups, Robo, I am Nana. You guys, we appreciate the love. And I always say, I'm talking to you. Love Manchester United. And be you. Stay safe. I'm Danny Talk. We're out.